0: to talk football. It's time to talk Don's. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. A very good evening. Welcome to the final Red Friday of the year. It's been another busy week for the Don's with Saturday's comfortable success against Hearts followed by the high-scoring Boxing Day reversal at the hands of Celtic. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. And an extremely hectic month ends tomorrow when Aberdeen are on the plastic of the Tony Macaroni Arena in Livingston. I'm Dave McDermott. joining me, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, it was, if you were a neutral, and there weren't very many of those around, I'm sure, on Boxing Night or Boxing Afternoon, it was uh,
1: some game. It certainly was, uh, particularly the last 14 minutes or so of the game where goals were flying in left, right and centre. Unfortunately, the game didn't pan out the way Aberdeen hoped for and I think a huge part of the reason for the reversal was Odson Edward who came on obviously with a point to prove to his manager and prove it he certainly did and he's got to start in the, the game against Rangers tomorrow uh, he was the difference between the sides yeah some of the Aberdeen defending wasn't the best but there was a lot of fight and a lot of positives from Aberdeen and if we can carry that on as you say, onto the plastic at Livingston tomorrow, then we can end the season, or end the year, certainly, on a high note.
0: And given the the games we've had, the demands on the players, there was also a lot of tired legs on there when the fresh legs of Edward came on.
1: Yeah, absolutely,
2: Dave. Uh, Derek McInnes though, looking back at the Celtic game, he says his team can hold their heads up high, despite the results. I
3: felt two each. He was all set up for a big finale, and... Um, you could say we didn't deserve to be where we were at that stage. But I do think the introduction, probably your next question would be the introduction to Edward. You know, when the dying embers of the game, when you know, that physical output from our players, defenders tired and worked all the game, and a 10 million striker comes on and physically can impose himself on it, and his running power, his strength, his freshness, I think that did pay dividends for them.
0: Not long ago, Andrew, we were talking about where are the goals going to come from? Well, the May-Cosgrove partnership has been supplying not, not just from them, but there's
1: goals aplenty at the moment. Well, 15 goals in the last five games and nine of those contributed by Stevie May and Sam Cosgrove. Big Sam, everything he touches is flying into the back of the net and Stevie May now getting some reward for the hard work that he's putting in. So, yep, yeah, the S.E.S. partnership is working extremely well.
0: And they did cause the Celtic uh, rearguard a lot of problems and goalkeeper Craig Gordon. I've never seen him look so nervous with the ball at his feet and it's uh, in a great part down to the, the pair of the, the Aberdeen strikers. Yeah, they've done ever so well. They're dovetailing superbly and the manager is hailing
3: his striking duo. A lot of the hold-up play, their work rate, putting teams under pressure, getting us up the pitch, that's been there for a long time. They added part of it now and, and the most important part is the fact that they're now scoring goals and everybody's recognising uh, what they're doing so... They go into the game with confidence, uh, each game with confidence, um, I think Stevie has helped make Sam better, Sam's making Stevie better and both of them are making us more potent and certainly uh, carry more threat. It does seem that they're now the, the the natural
0: start the way things are because for a while the manager was tending to chop and change. James Wilson was getting some starts. We've still get, uh, you've got young Bruce Anderson on on the bench as well but uh, the May-Cosgrove partnership is gelling well.
1: It is indeed and I, I think it's important that they're both on the pitch together because as the manager said there, one is making the other better and vice versa so uh, it is a, a real potent partnership that is starting to and if they can carry that goal scoring form into the latter part of the season uh, the future is very bright for Aberdeen Yeah I suppose
0: uh, it's one last push tomorrow but the upside from the players point of view is they've hardly had to train because it's just becoming game after game
2: yeah, that's uh, true, Dave. It's it's been a, a hectic schedule, to say the least. Uh, eight games already. The ninth and final game of the month in league and cup to come on uh, Saturday. Stevie May says the players are enjoying that schedule.
0: The mental side, it's good. I I think all the boys will agree that it's good to have the games. Just sometimes, the fatigue can kick in on the legs a bit a little bit sooner than what it would do if you went week to week. Uh, so, it definitely is more uh, punishing on the legs and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I think we've dealt with it really well. Uh, and if anything, at the end of the games, you know, we've been looking sh- stronger than opposition. Uh, considering we've had more games than anyone else as well, it's, it's a real credit to the fitness. Only St John's and Andrew have managed to get the better of uh, Livingston on their own pitch. Um, you know, the teams do tend to, if with the plastic surface, their home form is normally a lot better than their away, away form and, and certainly in the case of Livingston that is exactly
1: the case Yeah, um, you know you look at their their league record at home, played 10 won 7, drawn 2 and as you say having only lost to St Johnston, they've only conceded 3 goals at home as well uh, Celtic couldn't score there, Rangers couldn't score there, uh, so it's going to be a tough ask for Aberdeen but we do have a decent record playing against good sides on plastic, look at what we do down at Rugby Park
0: Yep, very good record down there. Andrew, uh, there will, will be changes for tomorrow's game with
1: um, Lewis Ferguson
0: suspended. Yeah. Um, uh, Max Lowe and Almagin doubts. Almagin, very so,
1: doubtful. Yeah. Um, yeah w- uh, the, the strength of the squad is going to be tested tomorrow. I think Scott Wright will possibly come in. Uh, I would expect Stephen Gleeson's experience to be called on tomorrow. Um, So, as we say, the the strength and depth sitting on the bench is going to be tested.
0: Yeah, but it's it's also a a great opportunity to... End the year on a, a real high, Dave. Yeah, it certainly
2: is. Uh, you know, going going out with a bang, and, and it's uh, great to see Aberdeen uh, taking so many fans down the road. We'll touch on that uh, a little later on in the the program. But it's it's going to be a tough, tough encounter. We all know that. Derek McInnes says he's very
3: impressed with Livy, especially on their own patch. We know to win there will be uh, a, a big ask for us. Um, but the intention is to go and win We have to go to difficult places all all throughout the season We recognise the challenge ahead of us And it's important that we're ready for what's coming And try and, as I say, stand up to you know, the good of what they've got as a team But also try and impose ourselves on them and, you know, The game here was very hard fought um, at Pataudry And I expect it to be very hard fought and uh, close again Yeah, here uh, when we played them in Aberdeen
0: recently they, they certainly gave us a, a bit of a fright and showed that, um, that they're where they are on the table on merit.
1: Yeah, first half especially, um, it was very close that they led 2-1 at the interval but absolutely battered them in the second half and as the manager said you know, it's going to be a physical in- encounter uh, but I think the players have shown in the last couple of games at home against Hearts and against Celtic they're not going to be put off by The physicality of Livingston Uh, So I think we go there In a good frame of mind And in good form Which is more important
0: They've appealed Jack Hamilton's red card Against Dundee Which to be fair Darren day certainly made The most Mm. of the challenge So he's available uh, Available to play And and that uh, It was always going to be difficult But it will be a very strong Livy side
2: Absolutely, Dave. Stevie May uh, says he expects a, a very difficult encounter at the it's Tony going to be a Macaroni. Tough game.
3: Uh, it's a hard place to go, you know, especially with starting pitching that, but, you know, we've got to put full focus on that uh, and get ready. We've had a, a really successful December.
0: Uh, it's a little bit of a break after that, so we'll have time to get the legs back, and, and it would be nice, you know, finishing off the run we've had with, with another three points. Yeah, I don't think the loss against Celtic dented the confidence much because. For large swathes of that game we gave as good as we got? Yes. And
1: you know, to be perfectly honest uh, Celtic are a different proposition to Livingston with all due respect to Gary Holt's side um, if we can score three goals against Celtic then you shouldn't be concerned about what about maybe not being able to score at Livingston but as we've said they have a fantastic home record uh, but it's important I think from everyone's point of view that we finish the, the year with a morale boosting performance.
0: Yeah uh, p- apart from anything else there's no game until January the 19th and we always You know you don't want to have to Sort of think about A a poor performance Whereas if you win You can enjoy the wee break this is very
2: true. Um, as for the Celtic game, Joe Lewis, he's very confident the Dons will bounce straight back from that narrow loss.
3: If we win the game on um, Saturday, uh, you know, it gives us a lift and, and we st- we're still in good form. We've been playing really well. Today's a very disappointing
0: result, but I don't think we can let that ruin what momentum we've got and uh, we need to make, make sure we go go to Livingston.
3: Um. Having played them recently here uh, and won that game, we need to go there and uh, with, with the confidence that we've had and the good attacking play that we, that we showed... And and uh, and get a result.
0: And, you know, the, some of the younger players playing in plastic, we hear about how it should be grass and nothing else, but some of the younger players in the Aberdeen school have got quite a, a young squad. They, they're probably more used to playing in plastic or as used to playing in plastic as they are from the normal surface.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, sometimes the artificial surfaces are better than, than grass pitches at this time of year, although to be fair and to the huge credit of all the groundsmen up and down the country, the grass pitches have been in magnificent conditions condition uh, this season. I don't think we've played in a pitch at all that looked, other than an opening day of the season pitch to be perfectly honest Uh, but yeah the the youngsters are are comfortable on the artificial surfaces so I I don't think it's going to have a massive uh, impact on the game Yeah it's been a a good December
0: but a win tomorrow could make it an even better December Yeah that would make it a a
2: very good one indeed Dave Dombol for one is determined to bring 2018 to a close on a positive note
3: We go and beat Livingston you look at the last possibly the last 10 games I think that's 7 wins Uh, Including obviously the final against Celtic Two losses to Celtic, one bad game against St Johnson I think that's a good end to the year And uh, gives us a good base to go into the, the new year
0: You're listening to Red Friday The final Red Friday of the calendar year on North Sound 1 We'll be back with more ahead of Livingston against Aberdeen after these It's time to talk football It's time to talk Don's It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday. Aberdeen are on their travels at Livingston tomorrow in the final game of 2018. And Andrew, Dave mentioned it earlier, the crowd, uh, absolutely fantastic. We expect it could be up to three and a half thousand and uh, the total attendance will be probably five something. So to have the majority of the fans there won't will make a big difference
1: it will indeed uh, you know it's going to be like a home game for Aberdeen and full credit to the the, the fans who have come along to Bataudry for the festive games they've got right behind the side from first whistle to last and they've certainly played their part as the 12th man
0: yeah it's been such an expensive time for the supporters you've just got to admire them Yeah, it's well documented that Aberdeen have the
2: furthest travelled fans in Scotland yet. They they go to away games in huge numbers, time and time again. Tomorrow is just a a great example of that.
3: The manager, he's full of praise for the Red Army. That's brilliant. That'll make it the game that will, will help the players. You know, it'll feel like a cup tie. They'll bring that, they'll generate that noise and get right behind the team, and if we can... You know, we're not going to get it all our own way, as you know, when you go away from home. The game might be a bit untidy at times. When you go and play Livingston, it'll be, uh, you've got to make sure you you fight your corner, um, but hopefully there's enough good moments in the game that we can uh, send those 3,000 fans home happy and uh, make that the lasting last memory of 2018, because 2018's been good in, in a lot of aspects, and hopefully it gives us those three points that are very important to us for when we pick up in uh, 2019. If Now McGinn doesn't make it, Andrew mentioned Scott Wright might come in for him.
0: He's not had the amount of game time that he probably wanted.
1: No, he, he hasn't. Um, it'll actually be his 50th appearance for the first team if he plays tomorrow. But uh, 34, I think, or 35 of his previous 49 games have, have come off the bench. Um, he is an, an, a very impressive player when he's... You know, right in the top of his form. And he's got that blistering pace that could worry the Livingston rear rearguard. They're big guys, but they're not the quickest. So if you can give Scott Wright the ball in the right areas, he could cause damage.
0: Yeah, and, and again, he is a player that very rarely lets the side down. He, he's very talented.
2: His talent is absolutely uh, beyond question. He's understandably uh, frustrated at not getting the appearances that he would like, but, you know, he's taking a philosophical uh, viewpoint uh, about that and he's hoping, um, you know, he may he may well play tomorrow, but he's hoping for more game time after the winter break.
3: You know, I've got another chance again, unfortunately now getting injured, but these things happen in football and I've just got to be ready to bide my time and, and be ready for when, you know, the gaffer sees fit to use me. Um... So all I can do is just keep myself right and work hard in training and however many minutes I get and, and just be ready for them.
2: Dave, your one to watch tomorrow? Uh, my one to watch uh, tomorrow, I'm going to go for Conor McLennan. Um, his supply of ammunition from wide can help unlock the home defence. Yeah,
0: Conor's really taken, we mentioned it last week, he's really taken advantage of Gary being out injured and uh, that's the whole Point of a squad, and uh, that if you get your chance, you've got to take it. And he most certainly has.
1: He has. Uh, you know, I've seen Connor for a long time, and to be honest, he's opened my eyes a little bit over the last half dozen games or so, um, because. At times he, he could be a little bit inconsistent, he himself will tell you that, uh, but he's taken he's hit the ground running and to be honest we haven't really missed Gary mackay Stephen and I didn't think we were going to be able to say that. But my man to, wa- to watch is a man going to make it six games in a row, hopefully hitting the back of the net, big Sam Cosgrove who has been absolutely fantastic over the last couple of weeks, um, as we say... Everything he he seems to try is finding the back of the net. And make no mistake, there was a huge amount of pressure on him when uh, he stepped up to take that second penalty on Boxing Day there and knocked it past Craig Gordon, no bother at all. So it just shows there's mental fortitude there as well as bags of skill.
0: Yep, Uh, off the field, um, (laughs) we'll come back to the games with the predictor very shortly, but off the field it's uh, been a case of two managers um, in a, a very public
2: spat Yes indeed and it's it's uh, certainly been played out and stretched out over a number of days hasn't it uh, uh, Craig Levine basically set the ball rolling by having a go at the Dons boss I have to laugh when I listen to Derek <laughs> having a pop it's same Derek McInnes that was on the phone to me three weeks ago crying his eyes out about uh, the decisions that he got in the uh, the Celtic game and also the sending off that he got against Rangers, double standards all day long. Eh? And he even said to me, is funny, they stopped complaining about referees because he felt that they got more decisions going for him if he didn't complain." But I've got articles here that, that he's complained four or five times about the officials already this season. He forgets, I. Eh? He also tried to get uh, Stephen Naismith sent off, which I'll remember as well. I've had a good relationship with Derek, but when he starts all that nonsense, I don't think that's going to last much longer.
0: If that's uh, a good relationship example, uh, I'd hate to see one that uh, where it's not so. Yeah,
2: good. Ab- ab- absolutely, Dave. Uh, Derrick McInnes obviously is perfectly entitled to defend himself, which he has uh, duly done and un- understandably, so he says Levine's behaviour is irrational and childish.
3: For somebody who has done so much in the game, who I've always had a high regard for, her, I find it really disappointing, really disappointing. He was the one that came on, he said that I was greeting my eyes out, um, who was the one that made the phone? He was the one complaining um, and he's no stop moaning since so for me it's there was distortion, I think there was an, as- an aspersion that was me made, made the phone call to complain. Why would I phone Craig Levine to complain about referees? You need to ask him why did he phone me to complain about referees? It's disappointing. I like to concentrate my game uh, and my team uh, and not to be having to comment about this. Uh, but he put a public a private conversation into public domain.
0: Yeah, I think that's the crux of it It was a private conversation And uh, you know, the cynical amongst us may say Well, it's deflecting what was a poor performance from his team Yeah, classic And, and he's under pressure
1: Yeah, classic um, deflection tactics from Craig Levine A manager under pressure And I think the only person that's come out of it This spark with any dignity is Derek McInnes Yeah,
0: your views, Dave It's uh, just Scottish football, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, and
2: and you know, just to sum up, just to emphasise, highlight how childish Levine uh, has been in this. Uh, he was rather personal um, with an insult towards uh, Derek McInnes when he was uh, talking to the uh, the newspapers, um, called him something that we can't say on the
0: radio, which is just, it's out of order, really. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so uh, on to the final predictor of the year, Andrew. You've got the latest scores, because it was a big bumper double issue.
1: Yeah, well, for Saturday and Sunday last week, everybody scored seven. Which Good. is most unusual. Um, so moving on to Boxing Day, Chris Harvey, who was uh, batting for the Red Army, he scored three to take the Red Army tally to sixty-seven. Dave Galloway, you got five. You're now on seventy-six. Dave, Mark, you were jumping through hoops because you got ten points. Yeah, and then you to move on to it for eighty-eight, me. and then I told you, well, I got ten as well. Then I'm on ninety-one. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're running away from them, Dave. Uh, the Red Army's needing snookers, and Dave G, you're going to have to step up your I think so. I think
2: so.
0: Well, you can start <laughs> by uh, getting a few right tomorrow. Of course, uh, unless you've uh, been on Mars uh, for the week. The lunchtime kickoff. You may know is twelve thirty. Rangers against Celtic, Dave. Oh, is it? I I, I, I had no idea. Uh, he said sarcastically. Well, at,
2: at a packed Ibrox, I feel uh, you know with nearly fifty thousand fans behind them and with the firepower of Morelos Gerard's side may just uh, grab a draw. I'm going
0: for two-two.
1: Under. I think Rangers' problem is they only have the firepower of Morelos and if the Celtic defence defense halfway decently, Celtic have far too much for Rangers. 3-1 to, to Celtic. OK,
0: young Kyle Loney will be representing the Red Army. Will he hear his scores shortly, but I am going for 2-1 Celtic.
1: Uh, Andrew, staying with you, Dundee, St. Johnston. Tayside Derby. Um, got to fancy St. Johnston in this one because Dundee are really struggling in front of goal. Uh, OK, it was Livingston that they played in on Boxing Day And got a 0-0 draw But Tony Watt back in the score sheet For St Johnston. I think the Saints will win 2-0 Dave I'm going for
2: 1-1 one, one. Um,
1: Dundee I thought looked
2: solid and organised in that aforementioned draw with Livingston they'll need to obviously at least match that against uh, a decent St Johnson side if they do so a share of the spoils for me OK I'm going for 1-0 for the visitors Dave staying with you for Hamilton Motherwell the Lanarkshire Derby I'm going for 1-0 Hamilton Aches to drag the well into a dogfight
1: at the foot of a table with a 1-0 success and if they do that I most certainly will now, Andrew <coughs> (coughs) Uh, I think it will be honours even. Uh, Motherwell don't have their problems to seek. McHugh, Malumbu, Dunn, all likely to be out after head knocks uh, in midweek. Curtis Mayne suspended. But I think... You know, there's enough still in that Motherwell squad to get a draw at Hamilton. Okay, I'm going 1-1 as well. And Andrew Kilmarnock, St Merton. Well, St Merton showed a wee bit of a revival uh, and then go and lose at home to St Johnston. They're going to find it very difficult against Kilmarnock. I think Kelly will end what has been an excellent 2018 for them on a high note, winning 3-0.
2: Dave? Um, Killy sitting in third place to round off a very impressive 2018. What a superb job Steve Clarke has done. Uh, With a comfortable win, I'm going to go for 2-0 to Killy. As I am as well. Tomorrow evening, (laughs) 5.30, Dave, for Hibs Hearts. Well, you can expect a real battle, can't you? A very competitive Edinburgh derby. I think Hibs
1: might just make home advantage count to shade this one 2-1. Andrew Hibbs will miss Milligan, McLaren and Boyle who are en route for Australia but I still think they've got too much for Hearts who I wasn't impressed with at all yes Stephen Naismith's back but as Dave said I think home advantage plays a huge factor in Edinburgh derbies and I think Hibs will run out 2-0 winners
0: Milligan McLaren and Boyle that firm of solicitors and I'm for 2-0 as well and Andrew the big one Livingston against the Dons.
1: Well, we've said already how tight it's likely to be Livingston having conceded only 3 goals at home. Uh, I think the Dons will have to battle all the way to get the victory and big Sam Cosgrove's going to be the man. 1-0 Aberdeen.
2: Dave Um, The Dons as we know They face a very difficult encounter Against a very well organised side Which has only lost once at home this season But I'm taking Aberdeen To get all three points With a 2-0 win And I have
0: gone 2-0 Aberdeen as well So let's get the Red Army scores from Kai Loney Okay Kai What's the scoreline going to be Between Rangers and Celtic?
1: 1-0 Rangers
2: Okay Dundee against St Johnston 2-0
1: 2-0 St Johnston.
2: Hamilton face Motherwell.
1: 0-0.
2: Kilmarnock against St Mirren.
0: 1-0... Kilmarnock?
2: Uh, the Edinburgh Derby, Hibbs versus Hearts.
1: Um, 1-0 Hearts.
2: And we've saved the best to last Aberdeen away to Livingston.
1: 2-0
0: Aberdeen. What do you think's going to score? Um me. <laughs> yep, that dynamic duo SES to score. That's it. Uh, we'll tell you that uh, Peterhead, they're on duty tomorrow. They're away to Elgin City. That's it. Have a great New Year when it comes. We're back on the 18th of January. Happy New Year when it comes. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.